0: I always wanted to be a teacher. And then I realized I've been teaching my whole life. We're talking about teaching on this episode of the Driving with Rob podcast. This is Rob. We're back in the truck again. So don't be alarmed or appalled by the road noise. But in this episode, I want to talk about teaching. I've always wanted to be a teacher. But I don't have a four-year degree. I have a two-year degree. And they tend to give those jobs to people with four-year degrees or some experience or background in teaching. So that's one of the reasons I never became a teacher. But it occurred to me that I've been teaching my whole life. As you may know from previous episodes, or if you know me personally, I have five children. Taught them how to read and write Taught them how to tie their shoes, how to put on clothes. As they got older, I taught them how to work, how to be dependable, reliable, honest. And tried to teach them how to become decent human beings. But I got to thinking about teaching. When I did the, the last podcast episode, there was a lot of biblical truth. And I've always said in this podcast, I didn't want to preach to you. Really had no intention of ever becoming a a podcast evangelist or anything like that. But what you find out is that there are a lot of people who weren't raised in church. Things that I just take for granted that everybody knows. Not everybody does. And just like with all teaching, you're taking what you know. And giving that information to somebody who doesn't know. That's what teaching is. And as I said from the the previous podcast, things that I just know, as far as biblical things, Christian teaching, that kind of stuff, it's stuff I grew up hearing. It's stuff I've, I've learned from a lifetime of being around it. But people that weren't raised in church don't know. And I wonder sometimes... If maybe that's what this podcast should become. Is a teaching tool to teach biblical truth. And I admire my pastor so much because he is such a great teacher and I have been fortunate enough to have pastors and ministers and family members who were able to read and interpret what the Bible says. And when I say interpret, I don't mean like some of these guys do. Going out on a limb and trying to say this is a picture of or this is a parable representing this. And there's nothing wrong with that and with guys that teach that way. But a lot of times the Bible means exactly what it says. And me and my dad, who was... A Bible scholar in his own right had many discussions about what do you think it means when the Bible says this. And one of the things that my dad used to say as a way of teaching me, sometimes the Bible means exactly what it says. It's not open to interpretation. There's no need to interpret it. And whenever I would have, I don't want to call them arguments, but whenever I would have biblical discussions with my dad, don't think that I didn't use his words back on him, Pop. It says this. And sometimes the Bible means exactly what it says. And I won't get into details about (laughs) what we argued about, But we had discussions where I would say, Pop, I don't think that's what it means because that's not what it says. And even though I didn't want this podcast to to turn into a, a biblical discussion or a biblical teaching podcast, just like I didn't want it to turn into a political podcast because there are so many people on podcast, on the radio, talking politics, I just didn't want to get into that. But like I said, I didn't want to preach at you either. But then it occurs to me as a way of teaching. Maybe biblical teaching is something that's needed. Maybe I should start doing that. I don't know. I may. I may not. But the last episode where I talked about Moses and Jeremiah, it got me to thinking maybe maybe this is my niche. Maybe this is what I should be doing. Maybe this is what I should be talking about. Maybe I should be talking about biblical teaching and biblical truth. But see, another thing that got me started thinking about teaching, as many of you know, if you know me at all, know that I'm an electrician. I'm a self-employed electrician. And I'm getting to the point where I have enough business that I kind of need a helper. And one of the complaints that you hear from the people who issue electrical contractors license is that young people aren't getting into trades. It's not just electricians. Young people aren't getting into carpentry, masonry, plumbing, machinists, welders, mechanics. There's a whole generation of kids that are coming up now who have been, in my opinion, falsely taught that what they should do is go to college so that they can get an easy office job and they don't have to work with their backs and their hands. And what you learn as you get older not everybody's cut out for college. Not everybody is cut out for an academic lifestyle. I've heard it said that some people were educated beyond their intelligence. Society needs people with common sense who can solve problems and who can fix things when they break and who can make things that never existed before. Everybody's not cut out for being inside working in a cubicle. And I have this young man who wants to be a helper, who wants to learn the electrical trade by being an electrician's helper. And that's how you learn. That's how everybody starts. It's almost like an apprenticeship that you have to go through before you can learn to do electrical work. And this guy went to college, got his degree, and after six years of working in an office, and after getting one of those good easy cubicle dweller jobs, now he's decided that's not for him. And he wants to learn a trade. He wants to learn to work with his hands. And I haven't spoken to him yet the guy who is telling me about him is giving him my phone number so he can call me and we can talk about what he wants to do, what he wants to learn, what kind of hours he's willing to work, and that kind of thing. But that gives me the opportunity to teach the trade, to teach what I know how to do, what took me 35 years of doing it to learn. Now I'm ready to teach. And this is what you see, or what you used to see many years ago. As you would have the old man who knows how to do everything because he spent his whole life doing it, mentoring and shepherding the young man who's never done it before in his life. And it used to be like an apprenticeship or a journeymanship where people would go to work for the... Experts and then they would learn how to do it. I think the apprenticeship they said for a glass blower is something like eight years to learn how to make beautiful things out of glass But I think the older generation owes it to the younger generation to teach You know, I've used this example before of the pyramids Nobody knows how they built the pyramids And archaeologists are studying, and they have all these theories about how they think it worked. Slave labor, putting rounded logs underneath these big, heavy limestone, sandstone blocks. But they really don't know how they did it. But probably 20 years after the last pyramid was built, everybody knew how to build pyramids. They saw the pyramids being built. They knew exactly how they did it. Fifty years later, after the last pyramid was built, maybe there were a few people who could tell you how to build a pyramid. A hundred, two hundred years later, after the last pyramid was built, they weren't planning any new pyramids. They weren't building any new pyramids. So that was technology that just went away after all the people who know how to do something are gone, then that knowledge is gone. So the older generation owes it to the younger generation to teach them how to do things. But it's kind of a two-way street too. You have to have young people willing to learn. And if you have a teacher who wants to share his knowledge and put that teacher together with a student who wants to learn, then that knowledge is never lost. It's passed on from one generation to the next. So never underestimate or discount the importance of teachers. And that's the episode on teaching. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. If you're not a subscriber yet, you should be. Click on subscribe. Click on follow. Click on like. And I would appreciate it. Thanks again. And I'll talk to you next time. Bye now.